There are so many dangerous mental fallacies that you can buy into when you're struggling with retroactive jealousy that can cause you to struggle for months or even years longer than necessary. So many perspectives and faulty logic that you can start buying into that can delay your recovery by months, years, or sometimes even decades. But in today's video, I'm going to talk about the number one most dangerous mental fallacy when it comes to retroactive jealousy. My name is Zachary Stockhill from RetroactiveJealousy.com and since 2013 I've been working one-on-one -on -one with thousands of men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, helping them overcome obsessive jealousy in their relationship. If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at RetroactiveJealousy.com. As I mentioned in the intro, so many dangerous mental fallacies that you have to prevent yourself from buying into you have to prevent yourself from giving any extra time or mental energy to when you're struggling with this weird little issue that we call retroactive jealousy. By the way, for anyone watching this video who may not be familiar with that term, the term retroactive jealousy basically refers to unwanted intrusive thoughts, often obsessive curiosity, and what I call mental movies about your partner's past relationships and or dating slash sexual history. And obviously when you're struggling with these symptoms that we associate with retroactive jealousy, it's easy to lie to yourself, it's easy to completely lose perspective on what is real, what is not, what is important and what is not. Which brings me to the topic of today's video. I think the number one most dangerous fallacy that too many retroactive jealousy sufferers buy into is the idea that if I'm thinking about something so much, that means it's important. If I can't stop thinking about something, that means it's significant. If I can't seem to get certain thoughts out of my head, that just means I should think about them more and I'll arrive at some miraculous aha conclusion. As I've said often on this channel, and I believe in some of my courses as well, stop trying to solve all of your problems with your brain, which is a very strange idea, but I think if you listen for a few moments longer, you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about. When we're struggling with irrational, constant, obsessive, intrusive thoughts, it's all too easy to lose perspective on what is important, what is real, what is significant, and what is not. And if there's something that we can't stop thinking about, there may be a part of us that thinks like, oh, we should think about that more, or that must mean that whatever I'm thinking about is super important, super noteworthy, super significant. And if you're struggling with what I call type three retroactive jealousy, which is basically something akin to obsessive, compulsive disorder, or retroactive jealousy OCD. If you're struggling with that kind of retroactive jealousy, it's completely illogical and irrational for you to feel like because you're thinking about this so much, because you're thinking about maybe your girlfriend's ex or your boyfriend's ex or your husband's ex or your wife's ex, whatever, some event from your partner's past, it's dangerous for you to think that because you're thinking about this so much, that means it's really morally significant and it's this big important question that you need to answer. To help illustrate this point, I'm gonna draw from a popular example of obsessive compulsive disorder. So many obsessive compulsive disorder sufferers struggle with the thought that they didn't lock the door at home. So they leave the house or sometimes they go to bed at night and there's this nagging question like, did I lock the door? I think I locked the door. Are you sure the door is locked? I'm not sure, maybe I should go check again. So they'll go downstairs or they'll go back to their house, they'll check again, lock the door. Okay, door's locked, great. They can move on with their day, right? But instead, their brain kind of gets locked in this cycle where they're, they're constantly doubting, are you sure you locked the door? I think I locked the door. I'm almost positive I locked the door already. Well, I should go check again. And sometimes, unfortunately, these people will check to make sure the door is locked, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 times a day or night, even though they realize, hopefully on some deep rational level, that the door is locked. Yet still, the fact that they're thinking about it so much, they can't seem to let go of that. And thus they need that constant reassurance that the door is locked over and over and over and over again. However, one of us 
who's not struggling with these exact symptoms, who's watching this person struggling this way, we would look at them and we would say, listen, Bill or Jane or whatever, the door is locked. It's okay. The door is locked. I promise you the door is locked. I know it's locked and you know it's locked. You just locked it. Yet still, because the thoughts are so persistent and so relentless and so confusing and so disorienting, they may check again and again and again and again. So my point is in this video, if you've been struggling with retroactive jealousy and you more or less have the values question sorted, in other words, you can see your partner's past at least in some moments with a clear head. You know what's real and what's not. You know what's a deal breaker or a red flag and what's not. If you've invested the time and energy to get absolutely clear about all those things and you're still struggling with these intrusive thoughts about your partner's past, what I'm saying is the door is locked. In other words, this is not necessarily significant or important or noteworthy, the fact that you're still having these constant intrusive thoughts. Because the uncomfortable reality is sometimes, in fact quite often, obsessive intrusive thoughts are completely irrational. For many, many, many retroactive jealousy sufferers who are struggling with their partner's past, once they put in the work to get past it, for example, once they go through my books, once they sign up for coaching, once they go through one of my courses or whatever, I'll get an email from them sometimes as little as a month later after they started investigating this issue, telling me, Zach, I was completely wrong before. My partner's past, of course, is not a deal breaker. It's not important. It's not even particularly interesting or noteworthy or significant in the grand scheme of things. My perspective was completely skewed by the fact that because I kept having these intrusive thoughts, I thought the thoughts were important. And for many retroactive jealousy sufferers, not all, but many, the thoughts are not important. There is no glaring deal breaker in your partner's past. There are no glaring red flags that mean you need to cut and run as quick as possible. There is no moral incompatibility between you and your partner. For the retroactive jealousy sufferers who fit into this category, in other words, for the people struggling with this issue who know, at least on some level, that their partner's past isn't a deal breaker, I hope this short video inspires you to stop energizing those intrusive thoughts. Don't respond to some unwanted intrusive thought with more energy, time, or attention. I realize these cycles can be extremely difficult to break. <laughs> I know this is easier said than done. For those of you who know my story, you know that I was once an extreme case of retroactive jealousy. I was once struggling with this stuff day and night. It was the first thing I thought about when I woke up in the morning. It was the last thing I thought about when I went to bed at night. And thus I had moments where I thought to myself, the fact that I'm thinking about this so much must mean that it's significant. Must means my, my girlfriend at the times past is actually a deal breaker. Like that's what this means because I can't stop thinking about it. It must be significant. And needless to say today, with the benefit of you know a decade of hindsight and even you know closer to that time, I realized pretty quickly, of course, my girlfriend's past was not a deal breaker. There were no red flags. There was no glaring, you know, whatever, incompatibility between me and my girlfriend. And the sooner I got absolute clarity, crystal clarity on the boundaries and values question, as soon as I figured out for sure, you know, in my own heart, shall we say, that there was no moral incompatibility between me and my girlfriend, as soon as I got that clarity, I found it much easier to remind myself. When I had those intrusive thoughts, the door is locked, Zach. In other words, these thoughts are not important, they're completely irrational. If you are struggling with unwanted intrusive thoughts about your partner's past or anything else, I hope you'll take a minute to click a link in the description of this video. There's a free four-part mini video course you can get if you sign up for my email list. It's totally free, you can unsubscribe anytime, that's totally fine. Over the course of about a week, I'll send you four videos that will help you start breaking some of these cycles, that will help you take the first kind of baby steps towards overcoming retroactive jealousy for good. I hope you sign up. 
Click a link in the description for all the details. And for everyone watching this video, if you're struggling with this question and you know in your calmest moments that your partner's past is not actually a deal breaker, there are no actual red flags or anything like that, if you have that clarity, take a week, you know, over the next week or so, think of this video and just remember when you have those intrusive thoughts, the door is locked. In other words, this is not important. The fact that I'm thinking about this so much does not necessarily mean I should think about it more, does not necessarily mean that it's important. Stop trying to solve all your problems with your brain. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.